It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, more of the Saturday morning show on 710 WOR. Once again, Joe Bartlett. Well, good morning. As you heard, Mayor Adams complaining about members of the de Blasio administration. He says they're hoping he fails. Called him out this week uh, saying he's the pilot of the city and they're on the plane. They got to give the mayor credit. He comes up with some pretty good sound bites, but I don't know about any substance behind all of those uh, quotes. Let's check in with political consultant Hank Scheinkoff, who has seen a number of mayors of New York City. And uh, uh, I... I I got to think that uh, Eric Adams is uh, kind of different. Well, you see, he's very different, Joe. You know, first of all, good morning and good morning to everyone. He's uh, very different, uh, and he's got a good argument, which is he inherited a mess, and he did. He inherited a budget mess, a, uh, a capital construction mess, a crime mess, a social service mess, a homeless mess. He's got mess upon mess upon mess, and this will work for a while. But at some point, people are going to say, "By the way, Mayor." Uh, that was last guy. That was the last yeah. guy. What about you? So this could only go on for a certain period of time before people say, no, no, let's get on. What are you doing? Yeah, OK, I agree. He, he was left a mess. I think he's got mess here if you look at the crime stats. Uh, but I guess the question would be, uh, what have you done? Has, has there been any success yet in your first year in office? It's hard to point to great successes. I mean, he's been a great cheerleader for the city, no question about it. He's gone, uh, he's gone out to try to get corporations to stay here. He's tried to get people to remain here, and he's tried to talk about new economic development ideas with the governor. Um, he's not been successful in Albany. He hasn't been successful, really, in knocking down most crime, although shootings and murders are down, but other crimes are up way significantly, particularly in Queens and, place, and residential areas. So he's got, he's got, it's, this is going to be very hard for him, very, very hard for him. I'll tell you where I'm critical of him um, uh, is this, because the, the crime is going up, and a lot of people, it's bail reform, it's um, this lax effort to fight crime on the part of the Albany legislature. They're setting the rules with the city. And, uh, you know, they're on the side of criminals, if you ask me. I know he, you know, he pounds his fists every once in a while, but he should be doing more. And he did go silent when Governor Hochul was running for election. He could have really put the hammer down on her to make her do something, but he didn't. He let her, he gave her a free ride on that. Well, Joe, you know, the problem is that you really can't take on the governor if you're a mayor. And other mayors who've tried it have paid a terrible price. The the uh, city really is an, it's a ward as most cities of the country are, a ward of the legislature and the governor, and they do what they want. You know, they, and if you, have, you pick a fight with the governor, you're liable to get legislation passed and things happening uh, that you don't like. The classic example is back sometime, and most people won't remember it. What was, uh, let's see, Nelson Rockefeller didn't like the mayor, who was a fellow named John Lindsay, who thought was disloyal to him, and he appointed a special state prosecutor who went around indicting people, which the governor can do. You don't want the governor as an enemy if you're the mayor, which kind of hamstrings you and makes life much more complicated. Okay, good point. Now let's talk about uh, Governor Hochul. Uh, what do you expect from her? She's now been elected to a full term. Um, not exactly a, an inspiring leader, but you know, what do we expect? Well, she's a, she's an excellent behind the she's been an excellent behind the scenes player. She knows how to cut deals. She comes out of a place uh, where politics is fought, uh, you know, Buffalo in very 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 tough manner. 
but she's already been enrolled by the legislature, which is a problem. She gave them a pay raise, which she didn't have to do, and they're about to, to uh, make her life miserable with the uh, trying to, talking about rejecting the nomination, her nomination of a fellow named LaSalle yeah. to be chief judge, um, which is not good news. You know, LaSalle doesn't mean anything to most people. The name is a Latino, a former prosecutor. He's not the liberal enough for this liberal legislature. And when he, if he is rejected, it's just another signal to people to leave. Now, they won't remember LaSalle's name, but they'll get a sense that things are getting more out of control. Yeah, she is getting run over uh, on that one, too. And um, I, I guess, you know, she she had some leverage with the pay raise. I mean, usually when the governor signs a pay raise for the legislature, they're getting something in return. Okay, I'm giving you that, but I want something. She got nothing. Yeah, but this legislature is different, Joe, than any we've seen in a while. These are lefties who are <laughs> afraid of the deep left. They're, they're left people. They're people leaning left. We're afraid of the socialists taking over. The, um, and they're going to do whatever they can to protect their power, which is a larger problem in our system, both in New York and around the country. It's no longer about doing good. It's about doing right for the people that are in power. And a yeah. system like that always has problems, and that's what we're experiencing. They want to stay in power, and they'll do anything and say anything to do so. Now, there was a little bit of a shift uh, in November. I mean, there were some of the, the, the lefties, the Democrats, they did take some losses, not a lot. But do you think there's any changing of the tide here? Well, on your program, um, which you, you're so kind to have me on, I said to you a long time ago, and I am sure, that the issue going into 2022 would not be abortion but crime in New York State. Um, and it may be different in other places, but crime was the issue, and you can see indicators of that. So what happened is they didn't pay attention. They kept talking about who knows what. And finally, they got to crime. And by the time they got to crime, people in the suburbs said, okay, thank you. We don't want New York City in the suburbs, and we're going to vote Republican, which is exactly what they did. So is this hopeful for Republicans? It is very hopeful for Republicans. The Democrats continue. What we'll have is uh, more in ethnic neighborhoods in New York City. And the suburbs likely more Republicans elected to office, uh, which uh, a restoration of some kind of two two party system in New York, which would reduce the, the absolute veto power of the Democrats in Albany, would become less Democrat and more left leaning, uh, would be a good thing. Yeah, traditionally uh, we would have um, the assembly controlled by New York City Democrats, and the Senate upstate Republicans, right? Yeah, and that's worked. Looking, you go back in history. Um, the savior of the city in 1975. Everybody talks about this one. That one was really a fellow named. Warren Anderson, yep. who was a senator from, from the Southern Tier, from, from uh, Broome County, from Binghamton, Binghamton yeah. who got the enabling legislation done to the Senate, Republican, and, and worked with the labor unions. And the end result is the city's uh, finances were saved. I mean, you have those kinds of partnerships and relationships. Without that, there's no leverage on the legislation. They just do whatever they want. I, uh, Hank Schenkoff, political consultant, with us this morning. Before we run out of time, I've got to ask you about Donald Trump. Obviously, he's uh, announced he's running for president, even though I don't think there's any um, momentum behind it. I don't even think he uh, has much energy for it at the moment either. But um, it was interesting in this fight over House Speaker, how Trump came out. And it was really the Trumpers that were holding up the thing for Kevin McCarthy. He said vote for Kevin McCarthy and they didn't pay attention to him. What's that? What's that mean as far as Trump's influence over the Republican Party at the moment? Trump doesn't have much influence at the moment. Okay. He has had the worst rollout of anybody who announced the presidential campaign in memory. I mean, everything bad has happened to him from day one. His power is diminishing. The people who thought that he was uh, most significant uh, on the conservative press corps, for example, have turned uh, their backs on him. Mm -hmm. Could Trump recover? Yeah, he could. Uh, bad economic news, uh, more chaos. He thrived out of chaos, which created a kind of populism 
that made him real. Uh, and the left and the right wing and the, and the uh, Republican Party may turn to him yet. We don't know. It's much more fluid and much more chaotic than we thought. How do we know this? By the chaos we saw this past week in the House of Representatives. And that's an indication that there's always room for Trump. Never count a guy out who has a building on Fifth Avenue name for him that's pretty tall. <laughs> Great way to put it. Thank you. Political consultant Hank Scheinkoff. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe. All the best. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.